Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. Well, I am Blend, and I certainly count it a privilege and an honor to be here with you on this, the 15th episode of our podcast. Well, what we have coming up is we're continuing our study, The Call According to His Purpose, and we're going into part six. So take an opportunity to get your Bible, a writing utensil, your notebook, a snack if you would like, and settle in. Blake encourages you, is coming to you with the call according to his purpose. That's what's coming up next. BCU family, we're going to get into our study momentarily. Just want to quickly address those of you who have just landed on this podcast for the very first time. This is your first interaction with BlendCouragesYou.com, and we are so glad that you're here. So what's going to be advantageous to you is if you listen to this series in its entirety, starting from the first episode. So there's a few ways that you can do that. If you are on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, head out to the tab that says Series and Specials, and you'll see the called according to his purpose numbered there sequentially for you to listen to at your leisure. Also, if you happen to be on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio, pretty much the same thing. What you can do is just exit out of this podcast, go to the main list, and you'll see the call according to his purpose, again, numbered in sequential order for you to listen to, and then you can loop back to part six. Amen? Amen. All right, everybody, before we get into the called according to his purpose, part six, let's hit the highlight reel and talk about what we've covered over the past five times that we've been together. So in the called parts one and two, we talked about being grounded, attached to the foundation, which is Jesus and rooted, meaning having deepness and who God says we are rather than being tossed about with what the world says, and that is contrary to the word of God. And in that, we explored Romans chapter 8, which gave us our foundation and also our anchor scripture. And that's found in Romans 8 chapter 28. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and to them who are the called according to his purpose. So next, in the called according to his purpose, part three, that brought us to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And out of those four adjectives, we focused on a chosen generation because God calls us chosen. So what we did was look at a few people who God chose to work 
in front of and behind the scenes because God can choose us to work in either capacity. So we looked at Naomi from the book of Ruth. We also looked at Moses from Exodus chapters 3 and 4 and behind the scenes midwives Pua and Shipra from Exodus chapter 1. We also notice that God calls us equipped. In all of these cases, God called these folks to do something and made sure that they were equipped to do it. And he does the same for us. So then in parts four and five of the called according to his purpose, we looked at a royal priesthood because God calls us directly to him. We talked about being priests in the sense that just like the priests in the Old Testament, we are chosen to serve God and his people in a special capacity with gladness. We also wanted to make sure that we avoid anything that God does not call us to do, naming that strange fire. And this brings us up to part six, a holy nation and a peculiar people. Because God calls us set apart. So if we look at the word holy, it means set apart for or by God. means sacred. And nation means a large aggregate of people united by a common descent, history, culture, or language inhabiting a particular country or territory. If we also take a look at a peculiar people, in modern English, you know, peculiar has morphed into meaning extraordinary or strange. And while those who are outside of the nation, so to speak, may think so, and there's still room for everybody to come in that's outside of this nation, Acts 2.38 is the place to begin. The Latin peculium means private property. Another derivation of peculiar comes from the Latin word pecus, meaning flock. So basically, believers in Christ are the unique possession of God. We are his flock. This verse is referring to the fact that believers are a special people because they were chosen from before the foundation of the world to be God's own possession. Those who are born again are different from the world around them because we have Jesus down on the inside, according again to Acts 2.38. We are also different because we are chosen, standing as the adopted children of God, joint heirs with Christ Jesus, as noted in Romans chapter 8, verse 16, and God's own possession that is particularly prized by him. That's what makes us peculiar. So listen, everybody, this called, chosen, royal priesthood, set apart, special possession of God's people are unified by culture of inhabiting a commonality, and that is our adoption into the family of Christ that we talked about in the called according to his purpose, parts one and two. So really, this holy nation is a melting pot of different backgrounds, circumstances, tones, situations, 
physical locations, languages, styles of praise and worship, all of us united by adoption into the body of Christ through his spilled blood and offered salvation through repentance, water baptism in the name of Jesus, and infilling of the Holy Ghost according to Acts 2.38. That is something to just praise God for. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom God has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And that is found in Psalm 107, verse 2. So what do the citizens of any nation do? Do they look to government officials for a handout or run amok, creating havoc and mayhem wherever they roam? Do they go out looking to be served? No, indeed. Ideally, the citizens of a nation obey the leader and the laws set up by the government, work collectively and individually to be an asset to that nation. Think about how we see various statistics on the news about how nations stack up against each other in terms of productivity, working, education, how the elderly are taken care of, so on and so forth. We are all expected to be obedient, productive, contributing members of the nation in which we reside in and also to be shining examples to those outside of the nation. I know where I've seen news articles or maybe visited other nations, it sparked me to try, adopt, or learn more things about what I saw or heard that appealed to me. So as a chosen generation and royal priesthood, the peculiar citizens of this holy nation, headed by our King Jesus, we are expected, everybody, to obey him as our leader, his laws that he set up to govern us, and that is the word of God, and to be productive, contributing citizens working collectively and individually to his glory and the nation in which we reside, and that's to one another, and to be an example and draw people that are outside of the, ma- of the nation. That means unbelievers knowing we'll receive the blessings of God here and after we go home to be with the Lord, where we get to reign with our king. Hallelujah. So, we all have specific gifts and talents that God has put into us that we are expected to use to his glory and to produce fruit in this nation. Remember, Moses offered up all types of excuses, but God still required his service. Do you think that it's any different because we are now under the uh, dispensation of grace? Nay, nay, I say, check out Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. 
The short version is, there was a man who went on a long journey and gave each servant talents, 10, 5, and 1, respectively. Those were the talents. And verse 15 says, he gave them in each proportion to his own personal ability. So the master in that story knew who could handle what. Remember that God created us. He told Jeremiah in chapter 1, verse 5 of Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the belly, my God, I knew you. God knows what we can do. He is the one that put the talents and the gifts in us. He certainly won't force us to use them to his glory, but he trusts us with what he put in us and to do what he has assigned us to do as a holy nation and peculiar people that we are. So continuing really briefly in Matthew chapter 25, when it was accounting time, the first two servants were rewarded for their investing and return on investment. The unprofitable servant said that he was afraid. And that's again, Matthew chapter 25, verse 25. Maybe he was afraid of people, failure. He got scoffed at. The Bible is silent on that. But that did not cut it with the master. The master called him wicked, slowful, and unprofitable. And that servant was cast into outer darkness where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. No one wants that report. So pray for clarity on how God wants you to use your talents and gifts to his glory and operate in them as he directs you as, again, a part of this holy nation and peculiar people. You know, the Word of God lets us know that there are several different things that we could be called to do. You can check that out in Romans chapter 12, verses 8 through 11, where there are seven gifts of the Spirit listed. Also, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11, there are an additional nine gifts listed. And finally, there are five different ministries located in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. It starts there. So what we want to do is to seek God on what it is that he has called us to and do it the way that he wants it done. Remember, he wants us to do well, so he will definitely guide us. We may stumble like Moses, but we can repent, learn from what our stumbling was, and continue to be used. Once we have identified the gifts or the talents, and those are two different things that we may cover in a future podcast, we need to evaluate how our actions are working in the body of Christ. We also don't want to get hung up in the fact that we may not be ministering to a crowd or using our gifts and talents to a crowd. We may and we may not. So, for example, 
if you have the gift of, gift of teaching, you may get an auditorium, a stadium, or teach at your home emporium where it's just you and your family. That's okay in any event you are operating your gift in the nation. So as we get ready to wrap up our series, there's a few things that we are walking away with. Number one is, is that we cannot walk into what God calls you to do until you know and are confident in who God says you are. Moses had to learn that. Also, being chosen, called royal, peculiar citizens of a holy nation, you know what, everybody? We have work to do, whether that's in front of or behind the scenes. In John 14, Jesus said that his disciples bear much fruit. That cannot happen if you are not letting your gifts and talents bless the body of Christ or draw other members through lifting Christ up into the body. All trees will get their share of sunshine, rain, food, and adversity, meaning lack or storms that affect the branches, and also, yes, pruning. And yes, those things hurt, but they help us to grow. Likewise, we are going to be more effective in what we are called to do if we've had some adversity. Well, family, this concludes our series, The Called According to His Purpose. Yes, indeed. I certainly do pray that God's word continually blesses, encourages, and challenges all of us to walk worthy of the vocation in which God has called us to. And listen, we would love to hear from you. Those comments are coming in and we definitely are blessed by your testimonies. So don't forget to stop by the blendcouragesyou.com site. You can leave a comment, leave us a thumbs up. You can share this with your friends and family. You can also leave comments on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio. And also feel free to visit us on Twitter and on Facebook under Blend Courages You. Well, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. God bless you. May he make his face to shine upon you. This is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. And until the next time we're together, stay on the wall.